0: Guinea, 1970s. A small tribal group known as the Korowai begin to make contact with the outside world. Rumors of their cannibalism, intense clan warfare, and towering tree homes become the distinctive signs of the Korowai. They are a unique and primitive culture in every sense. But as the generations pass, many Korowai abandon their lives in the jungle and begin to live in government-established river settlements. But still, even to this day, deep in the jungles, there exist small pockets of traditional coral Our mission would be to penetrate the vast jungles and reach these remote encampments. But first, we'd have to navigate the Braza River and then form an expedition party at the river settlement of Mabul. The journey we were about to undertake was to a place and people where time stood still. So it's early morning, and we got in late last night to this small little village encampment along the riverside, which is Mabu. And from Mabu, then we're gonna be moving
1: into the jungle. Inside this vast jungle region here, there's small little pockets and small little settlements of Korowai that are still living in the traditional still houses. We have our guide, whose name is Isaac, and he knows this
0: area. He's blazed trails here before, and he's gonna be working with the local Korowai Porters and guides and people are going to be able to take us back into the bush. We have so many porters that are going with us, and one of the reasons for that is is they know certain encampments from where their home villages were before. And this town of Mabu is basically people who have come out of the jungle and decided to live closer to the riverside, but they still know of places or still have family members, distant family, that's living in the interior, and they're
1: going to be able to guide us to certain sections in there. Here we go. Basically, this is all lowland, so we're not gonna be getting any mountain crossings or anything like that, but we are gonna be facing a lot of deep swamps, lots of mud, lots of mosquitoes, lots of tough, tough terrain. From what we've heard from the guides, we know we're gonna have at least two full days of trekking before we even reach the first really remote settlement. So this is gonna be the beginning of our march. Day one. On a core wide journey, you can hear kind of the porters yelling back and forth to each other. Just so know where they are. But it's incredible that anybody's even back here. I mean, this is just whew, staggering how remote this is. That's, that's exerting, isn't it? Whew, I know. It's like hours we've been going through this really thick swamp, at least all water. And we got kind of an impassable one. Oh man, it's hot though. Look at this river out here. Look at it. <laughs>
0: Trying to get these trees down so we can cross this fast moving water here. I'm working quick on this guy. The Korwai in our expedition party are all young men from the river settlement. They are strong and comfortable in the jungle. They move through the forest barefoot and sing songs that bring calm to the tedious environment. There's a kindness and a humility in their every action. And where they have little according to the modern world, they make up for in a life free from the stresses that ensnare so many. They are quick to help our inefficiencies together, we have begun to learn from each other. At the first night's camp, we asked the Korowai on our team about knowing Jesus. All of them had a knowledge about Christianity. But few knew about the salvation in him. This symbol is the way that Jesus paid the price for everybody. As we explained the basics of the Gospel and showed them the pictorial life of Jesus, there was a sense of hunger and yearning for the Holy Spirit. But it was to pay the price for all mankind. The truth of the Gospel is never too far from any man. And that night, they all prayed to receive Jesus. I ask you to live inside of me now and to save you. Our team was now ready. And by day two, there was a sense of excitement to reach even the furthest Korwa settlements with the Gospel. and we're heading further into the jungle. Hopefully by nightfall tonight, we'll be able to reach the first of the remote Korowai. But today is going to be another brutal day of trekking in the bush, so here we go. (laughs) That's a bridge. (laughs) (laughs)
1: How <laughs> did you have your knife there? <laughs> I looked at my knife and it was popped open. I was walking basically like that. <laughs> I mean, because if you, like, slip and fall... It's over. That's dangerous. If you, like, fell like yeah. that... I mean, that's bad. I mean, I didn't... I literally sprung when I was walking. It must have just popped open like that. Good. Uh, we was
0: dry. Yeah. To
1: you know what? You should just give that knife away. <laughs> you don't need it. I, I'm, like, dangerous with You are. Mm-hmm. Crossing a section of swamp here. But last, who knows? You just kind of slog down because your boots and everything fill with water, and it is very thick getting through here. What is that? Do you have a
0: knife? Pull out your knife. We you have a leech. Look at this. Once more, an unwelcome friend. Oh
1: man, been there before. I think I feel something here. So here's Al-bop. Al-bop, yeah. here's level high,
0: and now we've been walking this one today. Here's where we are now. Yeah. So we're close to this river. What's yeah. that river name? Kabur. Okay, so we're halfway, I think, between here and the river. Yeah. After a long day of trekking to the bush and a final river crossing, we came upon a grouping of tree houses. Oh yeah, that's a settlement. And then saw two elderly Korway men emerge to greet us. What's up? We just met uh, some Korway here. And, uh, and it's basically a clan of these two elderly brothers who are living in a very primitive way. It's probably the most primitive I've ever seen people living. And uh, they're going to show us their, their homes. We came across one little settlement here, and they're going to show us their, the other homes up here, which are indicative to the Korwai, which are high up and off the ground like tree
1: houses. So this is the inside of uh, one of the stilted houses, and we're probably, I'd say, like 20 feet or so off the ground. This is kind of the typical height of the, the homes that the Korwai live in. In the past, they used to build very, very high homes, but that was just during the time of war. Inside these homes, all the life basically takes place up here. There's so much rain that floods out this region, they have to build the homes up. and. You see like the fire pits up here. They have the dogs up here, they have pigs up here. Oh, it's a,
0: it's a bird, bird skull.
1: It's pretty incredible to see. A lot of like bones from all the food that they'll eat. You'll see the cassowary bones, which are the giant birds that kind of roam around through the jungle here. The fascinating thing is, is, it's very rare to even see these homes anymore. Within the next few years, there probably won't be any Korwai living in stilted homes inside the, the jungle. Most of them are coming into the bigger villages and kind of resettling, and that's kind of what we've been hearing. And you're basically just seeing like these pockets uh, throughout the jungles just filled with like older people, more elderly people. It's pretty incredible because it's kind of a vanishing uh, lifestyle. Ipa. <laughs>
0: With the message that we've come to tell them, God above who created the heavens and the earth. He loves you, and He cares for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Have they seen
0: this symbol? Mm -hmm. This man, Jesus, was born a long time ago, many thousands of years ago, many families before.
1: Mm And now we're
0: actually up in one of the Korowai tree treehouses, and we just had a really good opportunity for ministry. And he said, look and see that I am alive, and they could even put their fingers into the holes of his hand. The people back here are so open to the gospel, and there's a lot of things in there that they were saying, you know, that you wouldn't think of. but. Both of the men said, you know, we've killed so many men in obviously tribal warfare and things like that. So you're looking at these men who are carrying that burden their whole lives. And then to hear the gospel is a really powerful thing. But this is like the first introductions of uh, of Christ Jesus. But you know, that's what we pray for. We pray for opportunities to bring the gospel where it hasn't gone before. And we know that God's gonna show himself in great ways here. And Lord, that he will know that it is your touch upon him, Father God, that is healing him. The power of the Holy Spirit anointing him right now in the name of Jesus
1: and Lord all the glory.
0: After days of trekking we're finally able to reach the first remote settlement and preach the gospel. This was the start of our ministry and also an introduction to the Korowai way of life.
1: Is that Sega larva?
0: This is high protein. Yeah. Uh, they, they have to cook first. Oh you have to cook.
1: Isaac bought some uh, larvae for the porters to eat because they love eating it because it's like high of protein. They had it in a little banana leaf shoot and uh, mixed it in with some like greens and things like that. You can see them kind of squirming around when they, they put them in, but uh, that's, that's kind of what they, they like to eat here here in the Korowai region. Good. They're popping them in uh, like live too when they're eating them. <laughs> looks like a nice dish actually they're putting together with it. Tomorrow and the day after we, we go all the way to, to find the the more primitive, more yeah. stonage. Yeah. People are uh, enemies also. Okay. They don't believe in God. Okay. Yes, yes,
0: So basically now that we're in the remote Korwai area, we're gonna be heading out from here to reach and minister every other encampment. And some of these other settlements might be four or five days from here, but you know, we really know that there's gonna be great ministry in the days ahead. As we set out for the days ahead, we knew that this would be the first time for many to hear the Gospel. And it was our mission that we would leave no village unreached. (laughs) God loved the world so much that He sent His Son to die on the cross even though his son was innocent, but that was the price that paid for all of men's sins to those who believe in Jesus. When you receive Jesus into your life, he washes your heart clean, makes it new, and you have an eternal home with him. So he makes everything new here and his spirit lives inside of you. And Jesus said, when I hung on the cross, I paid the price for all of man's sins. If there was a person who was sick, Jesus would just lay his hand upon them and they'd be healed. God loves us all equally. He loves us the same. He loves the Danny the same, me the same, and the Korowai the same. They're all the children of God that He loves deeply.
1: He killed three men and stole one pig.
0: At every new encampment, we witness young and old pray to receive him. I thank you, Lord, for saving me. And I ask your Holy Spirit to come and live inside of me now. Lord, that there would be health and healing over each one of them, Father God. There'd be a complete strengthening over our body. We prayed for the sick and explained the message of the gospel in detail. Jesus, I believe in you. Forgive me of my sins. Day after day passed as we moved further into the interior, so far from the known world that even our guides had never traveled this way before. Then, on the seventh day of ministry, we came upon a hidden settlement that had been one of the most remote encounters we'd ever have in our lives.
1: <clears throat> came across this. This is very remote.
0: Yeah, we were hiking today after ministering in one and it took us a long good portion of the day longer than it's taken to see anywhere else. And we came here and you can tell that it's super remote because everybody in the in the small little tree houses you know, totally unclothed and totally in traditional clothing. And uh, and then when I came here into the hut the man was touching my beard and the child was uh, was petting my hair because they've never seen uh, seen that before. So this is this is a very, very remote village here and everybody's super friendly. Very uh, nice, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Welcome in the like the long a long house, which is like a ceremonial house for the sago. And this one? Okay. So we're just conversing with uh, with the man here. And it's the first white people that he's ever seen to come back here. He's never seen him before. He doesn't go out to even Mabu. He just stays here in the jungle. and. Uh, so this is uh, this is quite an encounter. So he's never seen it before. And when we were, uh, you know, I was sitting close next to him. He he was touching my beard and touching my hair and everything like that as well too. So that's uh, that's remote. That's yeah. very remote. It doesn't get yeah. You don't. You, it doesn't get any more remote than this in the world. So yeah. I mean, this is very. This is a very rare encounter here
1: with him and his small family here. Yeah. Up.
0: Up. Has <laughs> you ever seen an axe like this one? Ah, uh, yeah, Bernard.
1: I'm not even sure I'm not 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 He's not sure i Ape. not sure i am not sure i am not sure
0: And here's the orange. Here's the orange too. He's never eaten. This first time. First time.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has seed. It has seed. It has the seed yeah. Does he the seed, kasih keluar. Iya kan? Now, now, he now. What? 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 Manop? Manop. Manop. <laughs> He said, uh, how do you get get this how did you get all these
0: uh, all these things yes these things. Yeah, from you you buy with what what kind
1: of things oh what, you, you trade the, yeah it, it's uh, it's with money with um gosh i don't even know how to explain mm-hmm. that one mo oh So we're here tonight with this remote Korowai family and uh, really just had an amazing encounter with them. We're gonna share a meal with them tonight and then preach the gospel to them in the morning. And uh, we're just standing that the Lord's gonna really do a great work here.
0: Was a man and a woman that God created and put on the
1: earth. Adam dengan Hawa itu, itu manusia pertama itu dengan kita ini. Kita punya muka, mata, telinga, mulut ini sama dengan Allah. Sama, tidak beda. Ya nawan ini, lu bunga Adam per Hawa manteo, lewapan ini lu berane. Buat pun aku ni.
0: And this man and woman lived in a place very similar to how the Korowai lived. Even God would talk to them.
1: When Adam
0: fell, sin entered the world and sin made people die. Man was separated from God for all of this time. He told people long ago that he said, I am going to send someone who is going to pay the price for all men's sins. Jesus, the sent one, the one who is before the foundations of the world, the one who is perfect, the son of man who proved himself in both word and deed. For he healed the sick and broke the power of the enemy. If there was a person who couldn't see, who was blind, Jesus would lay his hands on them and say be healed and they could see. If there's a person who couldn't walk, he would lay their hands on them and they would walk. If there was even dead people who were in the grave, he would lay his hands on them and they'd raise from the dead. And the words that he said is he says, I have come here to seek, and save the lost. He is the one who suffered and died for the sins of all mankind and it is through his death that we gain life. And they made him take it outside the town and that they were going to put him on this tree. Then they put nails in his hand like this. Yeah, Jesus, For it is through the punishment of the one that righteousness came to all. And nail in this hand and then nail also in the feet so he was standing on the cross. And for just as he has risen, we are risen in him. To a new life and the great thing is is three days later God rose Jesus from the dead and then Jesus appeared to the followers and he said see that I'm alive and see that I truly am the son of God and they could even put their fingers into the holes in his hand when you receive Jesus into your life he washes your heart clean makes it new and you have an eternal home with Him, so He makes everything new here, and His Spirit lives inside of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: They, expecting Him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. hallelujah.
0: dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to forgive me and my sins. I believe in you,
1: Jesus.
0: I believe that you died on the cross.
1: Thank you,
0: Jesus, for
1: saving me. I don't know Amen. I don't the what I can do with you. Thank you. I don't
0: There is victory in the Gospel. No matter how distant a person is, there is a truth in it that is universal to all mankind. People of every tribe, tongue, and nation hear it and desire to be united with the living God. And it is for this reason that we speak of this good news and share it with those who do not know Him. So we press on, moving closer to that glorious day when all mankind will hear. If you would like to receive a DVD of the episodes you've just seen, please go to TravelTheRoad.com or call 1-866-EXPLORE. Our mission at Travel The Road is to preach the gospel to all creation and encourage the church to be active in the Great Commission. The episodes we produce are with the sole aim to make an internal difference and to inspire a new generation for missions. To find out more about the ministry of Travel The Road or to order from our catalog of DVDs, please visit us at TravelTheRoad.com and together we can make a difference.